Hello and welcome back to the Rathpeakin Pinecast. This was a bit of a weird one for me this week at least, as myself and my two brothers, Connor and Sean, were the subject of this week's interview. We had great crack talking to Dinny and Cormac about living in Westmeath, moving to Cork and Rathpeakin in the early 2000s, and some questionable living conditions over in New York a couple of years ago. So, sit back, relax, have a drink, have a great weekend, and I hope that you enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy taking part in it. Have a great one, guys. Bye-bye. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. So, Cheers, lads. Um, you, so it's this evening, guys. You may notice that um, Keen uh, isn't doing the intro. I'm doing the intro this evening. And that's because today we have the absolute privilege of interviewing the Dalton brothers. So uh, on the on the podcast this evening, we have the youngest of the Dalton. We'll start at the, at the youngest, Sean. Uh, followed by Connor and then followed by Keane. So we're, we're really looking forward to uh, having a good chat with the guys this evening. We're kind of turning the tables on, uh, on Keane. And um, instead of him ask, asking the questions, he, he's now in the hot seat uh, to answer the questions. But look, at, he's got some two good sidekicks there, two good wingmen um, in, in Sean and Connor. So uh, we, we'll get stuck into it, lads. We'll have a nice, relaxed chat over, over a pint this evening. Uh, and see how we get on. How about that? Yeah, yeah, good. Sounds good. Yeah. Just before we do, I've seen someone as nervous looking as Connor since that Connor back a few years ago. Connor, you know, Martin. I don't want to be exposed, obviously. <laughs> so lads, um, will we start off with your background? Um, we know there's a bit of a history from not Rappiken with you guys, so maybe tell us the history of that. Um, and how did you end up in Rappiken? And you know, there's a Mum and dad story there as well. So maybe Keen, if you can start us off where you originally from. Yeah, so um was it my and dad met in New York. Dad is from Westmeath. And uh, <laughs> this is weird. And mam is from Cork from Killeen's originally, but her family actually moved to Rathpeakin in the eighties, I think. So I was born in New York and then we moved to Westmeath first of all. And then uh, we moved to Cork then, I'd say, 2003, summer 2003, and joined up in Whitechurch for a few years of the GA, I'd say, underage, and then eventually came back to Rappeak, and then I've played with Blarney and all that. Uh, so that's a very brief, condensed history of how we came here. <laughs> so, so you were born in New York, Keen, and what age did you move back to Ireland, or move to Ireland? What uh, age were you? I, it was only a few months, I'd say, five or six months, I'd say. Connor and Sean were born in Westmead, or were, Sorry, you, were you guys born in Cork? Well, we were born in Westmead, uh, in Mulligan, so came down here in 2004, or 2003. Does that mean that, uh, just to, before we, we move rapidly on from, from that early part, does that mean, Keen, that you've got a US, are you a US citizen, so can you claim US citizenship? Yeah, yeah, I have the passport now. It is great. Passport. 
That's and the other two boys, you can't, lads. You you can just uh, claim to be from Westmead. <laughs> we we have the passports as well, and we're ever getting for mother like so. We have the dual citizenship as well, me and Sean. Oh really? Oh, do you? Oh very Yeah, well. we both have them. Oh very good. That's that's a great thing to have, lads. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. good. Yeah. And could you vote, Keen, as well in in the elections? Are you, were you able to vote? Yeah, I could, but I never did. I wouldn't. Um, you could do a postal one or an online one, all that, but I wouldn't. I, I barely vote here, to be honest. So <laughs> I don't really vote there either. <laughs> it's not your yeah, fault. Yeah. But your mum is originally from Killeen's. Um, I'll tell you an interesting story now, lads. When I was going to school in Farron Ferris, I used to cycle to school with your uncle, Morris. And I'd say it was around that time, because they moved house when the Mallow Road came, wasn't it? I think the, the Mallow Road, where it is now, the new Mallow Road came through, through the house in Killeen's there. So I remember it well. So we used to cycle home. We, it was a grand cycle in, but it was a, a lot slower cycle home, I remember, back in the day, in, 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 the, yeah. in the late 80s. So your mum and dad, were in, they were in New York then, and did they meet in New York? Or did they meet in there? They did. Yeah. And he brought her... Met in New the, York, yeah. He convinced the Cork woman to go to, to Mullingar then. That was it then, yeah. I set up shop in Westmead for a while and then uh, moved here in 2003 down to Cork to next door to my nana's house there on the corner, which, you know, down the road from the pitch. Yeah, yeah, very good. Did your dad play hurling and football and stuff up in Westmead? Or? He did, yeah. Uh, he said, um, Westmead on 21 hurling. Uh, he said, his club is Castle Gig and they've seen your hurling up there, they're very strong. And Malachy's is the football club, then about And there we go, enough as well. We're still strong. No, there's other as well. All his brothers and everyone, his uncles all would have played like him. He has an uncle who played Red Lake like, up for Leinster as well. In Harlem. Yeah, and uh, Lord. Uh, and would they be a senior club, Connor? Or would they be the top grade club up in Westmead, Hurling? Yeah, yeah, they'd be senior. They wouldn't be coming to you two years, so two or three years, I'd say. They'd have three or four. Um, Coombe Senior, Angus Clark is from there, the centre-back. They'd be strong, no worries. Right? They've won the so senior football as well. David Lynch as well. Yeah. And would you guys have any memories of, of playing uh, any ball up in Westmead or were you just too young before you moved down here? Or? Well, remember, right, we used to play for St. Lomans in Mullingar. Same club that John Heston was with. Mm. We used to play with them. Like, I remember a small bit with like one. Camps and stuff, and going on the bus for the match with Keen, but it's the five playing under eights, going out playing but some moat or something, I think. Out in the bus, so he goes yeah, on yeah. his smile. Like. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I'd see Connor in particular, and maybe Sean, would you guys all still follow up Westmead, like have a bit of a graph for them? You'd watch out for results, obviously, but would you go to the matches and stuff? Or obviously, yeah, we, won't, sure. we won't bring up today's match now, but. <laughs> We go, we go whenever we can. Like we like to go up to Westmead. Like we go up over weekend when like a match is on, see family, and then watch yeah. the match as well. Like, so definitely still follow them a little bit. Go to all the games that we don't hear as well. Like what in what for the hip and stuff. We go to them as well. Like in Wexford, we're not to Wexford one time watching a match. Like it's Wexford and stuff. We probably go to more Westmead games than Cork games. Like. Really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do you, is it just a coincidence, lads, that like when you moved down here, so you guys moved here from Ryden, did you say 2003? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So 2003, then um, you actually won the Leinster in 2004. So was there any coincidence <laughs> um, from you guys moving out of the country <laughs> and then having having your biggest uh, biggest triumph, or is that just? It was a swap deal. We come out here and party went up there. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good. That was, that was a good. I think Mick Buckley was involved. In that yeah, yeah. Day, he, he, uh, <laughs> he thought that one across the line. It must have been brilliant up there then, though, was it? I mean, you must have been. I know you were down here at that stage, but when Paddy had that Leinster Championship success, it must have been chaos, was it? Oh yeah, it's a, you see the videos anyway, like look madness. Like, they were very close for a few years anyway before that, like, under Luke Dempsey yeah. and stuff. Like, it wasn't just a like you won in All Ireland in 21 and mine as well, like years before, so it's mm. common anyway. Yeah, the, actually, you're right. The one, the um, the under 21 All Ireland in, in 1999, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. the one All Ireland under 21. Uh, so clearly there was good, um, I guess, was Daisy Dolan, was he in full flight around that time? Yeah, um, he was really yeah. young, so, and they won it, like. Yeah. Yeah, they did a great team, a good good brand of good brand of football. Um, you didn't get to see that Leinster, you didn't go up to it or anything, guys. You weren't there, or no, no. Well, actually, he went, with, uh, went to the quarter final, all right, though. Who was that against Keane? Yeah, I went to the. That was against Derry in two thousand and four. We went to that, all right. That was brilliant. Like that was great crack going up in the bus. We got the bus up, I think. Uh, last, I think by two points or something, they were probably. Could have won that day as well and gotten to an All Ireland semi, and then there was a good team for a few years. So they got to the quarter final in two thousand and eight as well, I think, didn't they? Or they, they lost. They two thousand eight. They lost with four points. They're on in the last round of qualifiers. They're on and that's really All Ireland. Great team around that time, you know. Um, yeah. So anyway, so you, you you moved you moved all the way back to or all the way down here in um in two thousand and three and and started settling in like. What's your 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 um recollection of playing in in school and that? Like, did you guys play ball in in school, Keen? Like, or we started in uh we used to go to um the piercings there. Our classes used to go once a week or something, and um there was a good few of us. There was a, a year my class had a good few um players like Key Castle there and John Tien as well, and um. John T and I'd say <laughs> I've only ever said one word crossword to John T and I called him a jackass because he wouldn't pass me the ball or something like that when we were <laughs> ten, 10 years old um, and then we went up to Whitechurch I think we joined Whitechurch someone came out of the house or I actually remember Sean Ahern training at Pekin Man training us up in, up in Whitechurch for a couple of years there you know you want to be careful of what you say to John T in there these days. You could get you could get a, a summons in the post now for calling him a jackass. You'd want to. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Connor? When was your uh, when did you start uh, out with the club? Um, I remember going up training in the in the hall there uh, Monday nights, I think. Dorman Sean were doing it, uh, and just with the school then as well, like playing senior school and all that. I think then like we played one game on our eleven. I think it was under 11, we had rap peaking, like, or under 10 or something. We had a rowing team, like, only got one, and then we ended up the White Church in for three years, and then out Larry then, like, so, Larry was a very good move, don't be fair, like. And Sean, you, you've obviously played underage with Larry and Rappeakin as well. Is that, you, yeah. you're 17, Sean, is it? 
Um, they're a junior team. They're an intermediate team now, but they were junior at the time and they had a senior football as well or something. But um, that was brilliant. All right, playing over there, playing in Gaelic Park in, in the Bronx. And it was Ooh, brilliant nice. to set foot on that stadium, you know. But um, we could crack there actually that summer, all right. <laughs> How would, um, and we spoke to a few of the lads, we spoke to Joe Manny there one night, Keane, he was talking about, you know, going to New York to Gaelic Park and stuff, and Keane obviously clippered up in Boston. How would the Westmead, um, Westmead, New York, compare to, say, some of the, the Dublin New Yorks or the Cork New Yorks? Would it be as, get as many numbers? Would it be as many expats? Or It was kind of similar now to, to Rath Peakin in a way there with the numbers, like, you know, we might have fantastic numbers at training, but then on the day of a match, there'll be loads turn up and there'll be fellas plucked from some bar somewhere, I'd say, and brought out for the day. Like, but uh, we, I don't know, we won some, t- we won some shield that summer anyways. It was kind of a, a second, you know, not the, not the full league, but we won some shield. And that was very crack. Like, you know, there's a good old, uh, it's a good level out there as well. The senior hurling is fantastic. There's, you know, they fly out lads like Shane, um, Shane O'Donnell was out there one summer. Um, playing for, I think it was the Tipperary seniors out there, and you know, it was interesting to see him as well. Like, you know, yeah, Connor, you went out and joined them, um, for, for one of the summers, did you? Yeah, I went out the first summer, it was 2017, I think. I went out in May to like, September, like just working in the hard loop. There was some pack, like, but it wasn't like, like a few, it was a good enough standard, like. We threw belts right going like that we let go and like they couldn't get away with hair and stuff, but yeah. like um no it was good crack you know, like we should like open woodland like full wires and drinking all the time and fucking missing training going drinking and stuff like and that wouldn't be tolerated here now. You, you, you yeah. get away with it in New York, but you wouldn't get away with that in Rafiq in there. You could you just put it that crack. It must have been a brilliant experience, though, living um, yeah. Yeah, in the best cities in the world, right? You know, you must have seen... Did you get to go around and see places and stuff as well, or did you spend all your time up in Woodlawn drinking? Uh, I was walking down by War um, Trade Centre, like, so it was unreal out there, like, and I see a lot down there, then, like, and or even going through the city. But I was living in a house with fucking 10 other fellas, like, and sleeping on a mattress on the floor, being yeah. trapped with other dads, like, and just, it was like a fucking crack then, when I was living in the house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> with no locks on the doors and everything, like, and just, with the whole world around, like, but it was some experience, right, that we there, like, I was, there was a there was a house first when we moved over that I was in, and then Connor came in, and then about eight more lads showed up on the door one day, um, saying we're moving in, that they were put in by the uh, by the the chairman, and it was a tiny little apartment, like it, w- it wouldn't even house three of us, never mind eight or nine. So I moved out, but we kept all the lads in there, and then. I came home one Monday just to see, came over just to check up and or say hello to Connor or something. And the landlord was there and he had all the lads out in the street. So they were kicked out for having about 10 lads inside in a tiny little apartment. And then they moved to the crack then, then after that. Yeah. <laughs> so, man. He, changed, he changed all the locks and the doors. <laughs> he couldn't get back in to get myself right. <laughs> oh, God. I'd say you can't wait to go over, Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, lads. It sounds like we're lucky that we got you back at all. Yeah. Uh, from, 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 
from uh, from listening to that. But look, these are the things you do, you know, uh, when you're young and, and you're out there. Um, it's certainly part of life's experience, that's for sure. And it sounds like you guys, you guys, you guys had a great time. But look, at, like all things, that couldn't go on forever, right? Um, uh, so you decided to come back. What year did you come back then, uh, Keen, uh, to uh, to Rapikin? Uh, start of 2019, I came back. I came back because I wanted to do a, a course in journalism in Dublin. But then I realised or knew that I would never be able to afford the rent for, you know, living in Dublin and working and doing the course. So I came back to to Cork then and now I'm doing a course online in journalism. So um, it's been good now. I know last year, obviously, the with the GA being off, like it was a bit shite, but um, I'd say it gave us a bit more of a yearning just to get out there and play this year and get more even more involved with the club, like, you know. Mm. I was going to say, Sorry, Keen, speak, speaking of the journalism, Keen, because you're quite active with the with the Rappi and Rambler and obviously with the Pinecast as well. And I know there recently you were doing stuff with the schools, um, promoting the GM learning Rappiken and stuff. Do you, have a, do you have a strong passion for all of that, do you? Yeah, that's I'd love to to get into it for work, like, but I just enjoy doing it anyways, you know. I mean, even with the, the Rappiken J page and the the shave it off and sharing all the videos and stuff and all the posts like. Like, I just get great crack off it anyway. So would love to get paid for it someday, but it's just enjoyable too, you know. And these podcasts are hilarious, so I don't mind doing these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking, I mean, I mean, I won't name the ladies of the local neighborhood, but you're, you know, you're, you're the Barry White of Rap Peaking these days with the podcast. <laughs> we, we, we get a lot of listeners in to hear the stories about the lads and the hurling and the football, and then we get a particular cohort of listeners in just to hear the smooth sexy voice of Keen Dalton introducing the whole thing, you know, so. I've actually keen on that. I've actually had my own wife tell thanks, me to talk thanks, less ladies. and could keen, could keen talk more. So she wants to hear less of my voice and more of yours. So I don't know. I don't know what to think of that now. But we, we've never done this. We've never done this in the podcast, lads, but maybe you could give a shout out to Cormac's wife in a, in a nice toned voice there, Keen. So, hey, Claire, how are you? Claire, thanks very much for all the support. Thank you. Shout out to Claire. Uh, smooth. Of, smooth. Very smooth. Very smooth. Oh, good. <laughs> so listen, we'll get on to, we'll get on to a bit of um, playing on, on, on the pitch and, uh, so you guys are, uh, Connor and Keen. you guys have been doing a bit of training for Shandoon, um, which is brilliant that you've, uh, you guys are part of that panel. It's great to see uh, you guys um, getting that opportunity at, at a higher grade. So how are you finding that? Like, have you got a, a set routine that you're working to each week or, or what way are they operating now that, well, I guess, lockdown is, is lifting somewhat? But prior to that, how are the training sessions kind of planned out? Um, like we were training at the start. We were all running plans and stuff. Then Monday and Friday that we're running out, like, and then Wednesday nights there were Zoom classes. Then like high intensity workouts and all that. Like you just kept on track every week, really. Like it's kind of been toned down now since we went back to the clubs. Like he's actually giving us a month off. He said like we're going to try and do them in June. Like training is like bad luck and stuff. So now it's good, right? Like it was good to get a proper set program going. Like draw instead of kind of working off your own initiative, like. A lot easier following something than having to kind of bring up your own thing, like, you know. 
Yeah. And, and did and you get to meet the other guys on the panel at all? Like, or, you know, has it all been virtual so far? Was was there any, like, Zoom meetings to just introduce the rest of the squad? Or does it just get you guys fit? And then that will come later, I guess, is it? Um, I suppose. Uh, well, there was a meeting inside in in November, I think it was. Well, it was good for lads in there. That's the only thing I know I met everyone else on the team. Like, oh, you know, good for lads anyway from playing against them. And that's what's wrong with us anyway. Like, but that was it, really. But there seems to be a big effort this year in Shandong compared to like last. I can't remember when Shandong last played. It's been a few years since they played in the championship, is it? Ten years, I think. Yeah, you said. Ten years, okay. Mm-hmm. I just think yeah, we're playing all right. Like Mac is doing serious work. Like it's a good team inside their own. The yeah, like so John O'Callaghan is there from Whitechapel as well. Like he'd be very good, and Mick is involved in as well. Like so, they're giving it a good like. Crack at it anyway, Joe. Like proper water, instead of being a half arse, like, but yeah, no, the best way to really like it. You want to do something, like, do it right, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think it can it can only benefit the the, the likes of Rapik and the smaller clubs to have you guys in there, uh, training and, and, and playing at a, a higher level, you know. Um, it certainly certainly benefits benefits yeah. us, and it gives the likes of Sean there something to uh. Something the target, you know. He he's, he wants to try and beat the two bigger brothers, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, so it's it's good all round. Do you've uh, Sean on the on the hurling and football yourself? Did you play in in school? Did you guys play in Blarney school? Blarney school you're in, right? Oh, no, I know I was in Rapid as well, so I was doing uh, school with all of them. And in secondary, I went to Blarney and I was playing. All the way up with them, but um, I don't know. Right, we like we got to a Munster semi last year. We lost that, but um, like a few, like it would have been Connor's year or the year below Connor. But Connor's in Paris, but the left around his team would have won the All Ireland with Barney, Mark Holden being the captain. So, but no, there was like there was a good, there was a good setup like around sport in school all the way up, but we never really won anything. Yeah, I know, and it's great to see the likes of Mark Coleman now and and Shane, local Shane Barrett and stuff making the you know getting onto the next level and stuff. So it's great you know for for Rapican obviously, but great for Blarney Secondary School as well to see those guys. Would they come in and visit the school and stuff? Or um, well, uh, they they weren't in much like uh, definitely when when teams would win something they come into the primary school anyway. When we yeah. were in primary school, I remember a lot of people would come in like well, you'd have car coming in. There for work. I know they've been doing that recently as well. But uh, in the secondary school, they wouldn't be in much. Like you'd see the pictures on the wall of, of like the alarms and everything. So yeah, perfect. No, I was just gonna say, like Keen, in your, you know, you were playing um, when Dini and myself and and Roy were involved. Um, you know, it's a good few years ago now. But um, have you any particular memories that stick out to you um, from your short playing career so far? I know there's, there's many a mile left of you, especially if you're a Rapican player. You play till your fifties, so you're <laughs> you're you're only in the early stages. Uh, but any particular moments stand out for you um, uh, for the club? I was going to say I probably have about twenty years left. So, um... I probably was it 2012 I came or 2013 was my first year wasn't it and that was probably you know every year has had you know some good memories a good crack on the pitch and stuff and training's always great crack but uh, the first year definitely when we won the city football championship 
um, above in Bannalock there. Uh, we won. Do you know, like, the thing is, I actually can't even remember who we played in the final. I know we beat, was it Brian Dillon's we beat in, we beat in the final? Or... Brian Dillon's in the remember. semi-final. Um, Mayfield, I think it was keen. Feeling of feel like I honestly can't remember. You know, we've said it on the podcast a few times when lads we talk about you remember more the games you lose, like you remember specifics. But mm. I just like that feeling of winning the city championship that year was unbelievable, like it was brilliant, brilliant work done that year, and then just to win it this year was fantastic as well. Um, yeah, that was probably my standout memory so far, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we had a good social scene going on too around that time. We did. I remember Aidan O'Brien was talking about that match actually, and you know he was saying we lost a couple of those county things, but people seem to have forgotten that you know we did win the city championship, which is a great, a great, you know, great thing to win, right? So and a hard thing to win, right? Back in the day, mm. and still is, right? You know, so still but, is very hard. Yeah, it was good. Jeez, um, it was great. That was a great team actually. And then I know a couple of years that I, I was away. Um, there was a bit of success as well, and then 2019 with the Junior C Championship as well. Um, you know the lads are doing. The, I know Connor was on that team, but I wasn't playing. I don't think I was playing that day, but definitely for my first year, anyways, to win City, I was delighted. Like you know, it hasn't been a whole heap of trophies since, but it's been great crack all the way, like down the square. Yeah, no, we've uh, we've the three-year plan now, Cormac, for the. You heard it all. You heard it the night in training. Yeah, you get to you get to hear as well, Sean. Yeah, but, um, we got the three. There's there's some interesting yeah, ideas coming will, to the forefront. The three year plan. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, so if there's any other uh, the players out there who who missed uh, last week's training, we're on the pitch again this coming Thursday at seven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll give you we'll give you a summary of what the three year plan is. No, but listen, we are we're going to build it up again, and um, you know, build on the success that we had and in junior C and uh, bring the younger players in the club along, as we said, the likes of Sean there. So um, the, the, the older Sean's in the club will be passing it to the younger Sean's. Uh, that's going to be the strategy now for, for the, uh, for, for the years ahead. Here lads, we'll, um, we'll switch gears a little bit and we'll ask, uh, we normally ask it. Well, key normally ask the audience a few quick fire questions, but, uh, but this week we said we'd mix it up a little bit. And we'd ask you a couple of would you rather questions. So we, we, we might start with you, Sean. Um, <laughs> we have a cracker one coming up for you, Keen. Would you, Sean, if you had to, uh, would you rather live in Antarctica or in the Sahara Desert? Um, uh, can I bring anything to the desert? Like, can I bring any sunscreen? Or <laughs> you, you can bring it with a sunscreen. Sunscreen, yeah, right. and, and you can you you can bring the the point cast on in this episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to sit in these rooms. Right. Oh no, I just think I just don't think I'd have enough sunscreen. I'd say I would have to go to Antarctica. I'd say it would be the best option for me. Antarctica is. Connor, for yourself, we'll have a similar question. Um, We'll say maybe for six hours, Connor, you're stuck. Would you rather be stuck on a ski lift or in a in an elevator for six hours? Um, a ski lift, it's a, it's a bit of fresh air now. Like you'd be fucking. 
Yeah. You've got Scotland Highland, that's why it's good. I thought, no. I think, uh, yeah. No comment. We might have to edit this bit out, but where are we going to go to the toilet in the, in the, in the, in the lift anyway? In the lift? In the car, right? <laughs> through, or through the gap in the door, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll save one for you, Keen, in a second. But for, for the treaty, would you rather, I mean, we'll start with Sean, then Connor, then Keen. Would you rather be able to breed underwater or fly through the air? Sean? Oh, um, yeah, fly through the air, I suppose. I don't really have to be the swimmer. So I wouldn't be, <laughs> be making much use of breeding underwater. So and Connor? Yeah, I can tell you. Keen? Swimming would be the best, best BP. Yeah, I'd say none of, none of us are. Yeah. <laughs> none of us are at swimmers, no, but uh, geez, I'd rather fly. That'd be class. Yeah, it could fly. And one more for you, Keen, because right. you, were, you were talking about the journalism and your, uh, your passion for it and stuff. But if you could have one, um, a one hit wonder, Keen, would you rather have it for a book, mm. for a novel, or for a song? Oh, jeez, that's... I'd, I'd love to have a book, actually. I'd say there's so many classes out because it's all there, but it depends on... The, what's the book about now? Can I decide that as you're, well? You're, you're <laughs> right. Yeah, it's up to you. It's up to you. You're right, did you? Um, jeez, I suppose, yeah, a book. We'll go a book. We'll do a tell-all on the pinecast, all the secrets <laughs> behind the scenes. Production meetings and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some very good. Co- controversial things that not John. No, no. <laughs> oh, very good, good answers, lads. Um, I think Sean's getting burnt into Sahara. Connor's having a wee off the ski lift, and and Keen's writing a book. <laughs> so we're all good. About the podcast, about behind the scenes on the podcast. <laughs> Guaranteed to be a bestseller. So very good. All right, lads. Listen, I think that's been absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, we really appreciate your your time. Um, it's been very entertaining. There's no doubt about it. We've gone all the way from Westmead to New York, back to Rapique and back up to Westmead and back down to Rapique. And I think again in the space of 45 minutes. So uh, thanks very much. And it's great to, to turn the tables on um, yeah. Keen, a.k.a. Mr. Barry White. So we appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, been been game for laughing. Um, I'm sure the the listeners in will get a great kick out of this one. So again, lads, listen. Thanks very much. Um, and the only thing that's left to say is it's it's a shame to see Connor wearing a Man United top um, <laughs> on, the day to, on the day on, on the day that the city win the win the league. But however, <laughs> you can but you can but dream. Uh, <laughs> So thanks very much, lads. Sorry, thanks, guys. Well done. thanks a million, lads. Appreciate the time and good crack as always. Thanks, Dalton family. Thank you. Cheers, lads.